Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. On today's episode, Peter experiences a quintessential New York City moment, riding in a taxi cab. Today's episode also features a very special and hilarious guest, Felicia Day. All of that coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Subway out of order. Subway out of order. We apologize for the inconvenience. Just my luck. How am I supposed to catch a cab to Cookie Island with all these other people around? I need a way to stand out. <sighs> I don't want to have to do this, but I'll have to take advantage of my celebrity status by transforming into... Cookie Carl! Metal on! Hello, people of New York! It's me, beloved Cookie Island mascot, Cookie Carl! <laughs> my fans! No need to run away in terror, I just need to hail a cab! Taxi! Hey! Watch where you're going, you big metal lunk! Sorry, but there's no need to be so crabby! Crabby? Oh! I'm so sorry! <laughs> I didn't notice that you are literally a crab! Yeah, I'm a crab! What? You never seen a crab driver drive a cab before? No? Ah, makes sense, because I'm the only one around and we ain't ever met. 
The name's Crabbly Cooper, and don't you forget it. Snap, snap, claws! Now you need a ride or what? Yes, please! Then lose the tin can suit, ya tin can! No scratching up these seats! Of course! Uh, but would you mind waiting a second while I remove all this metal? I don't mind at all. Mita's already running. I've been told I've had an overactive imagination. It makes me feel cozy. Ding. Your pen and paper have arrived. If you're worried about it, you might just, like, freak out. I write most of my stories for fun. There's so much out there that we'll probably never know. The Soli Pirates. Welcome to the Story Pirates Podcast, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. What? Why are you saying that? Oh, I'm part of a podcast. In one part, we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs, like I just said. And in the other part, we have to record every single aspect of our lives in case anything interesting ever happens. <laughs> it's very invasive. Oh, 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 hey, you ever meet any dolphins who do crimes? I don't think so. Ah, that's a shame. A podcast about dolphins who do crimes will be real interesting. Yeah, I've, um, always thought that too. <laughs> ah, so where you headed anyway? Cookie Island. Cookie Island, huh? That might take a while. Hey, why don't we listen to one of those stories? So we don't have to talk. That sounds like a great idea. Okay, listeners, have you ever been listening to a song and felt a really strong feeling? And then have you wondered... How did that song do that? It seems like magic. Well, music may sometimes feel like magic, but there is actually an entire world of interesting concepts that help music do what it does. Like, for example, the key of a song and a key change. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to after this next song. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Jonas. I'm five years old, and I live in California. This is my story, Key Change World. Now, honey, I know you're not too interested in music, but band class starts tomorrow, and, and you should really try it. Okay, Mom. You can use my old trumpet if you want. It's here in the attic somewhere. Oh, my quiches are done. Let me grab those, and you just keep searching up here. Okay, Mom. It may be niche, but I love me some quiche. Okay, trumpet, trumpet. Ugh, I don't know if I want to do this. What's so cool about music? Ow. Hey, what's this velvety rectangular box ornamented with various jewels and precious stones? Let me just unzip it here and... Whoa! Oh, it's the trumpet. There's a place where anything can happen. Who said that? Oh, it's coming from the trumpet. Um, yeah, sure. Okay. This is 
arriving in one minute, taking you up some giant steps. First up, Common Tone Street with connection to Chromatic Median Ave. Whoa, what is this place? Welcome to our humble land where music reigns supreme. Where everything that unfolds is from our collective acoustical dream. So step aboard our coal train and let's go for a ride. By the way, my name is Tony, get it? And I will be your guide. Guide through where? My friend, you're in Key Change World. In Key Change World. Anything can happen, whatever you musically imagine here in Key Change World. In Key Change World. We never stay in one place for too long. In Key Change World. Key? Like the thing that unlocks a door? Only metaphorically. No, a musical key. Like the main scale or group of notes in a piece of music. My first band class is tomorrow. I don't know anything about music. Oh, uh, no, no, it's okay, everyone. Don't panic. Uh, not a problem. I'll just uh, explain it to you then. Let's see. You know what? Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. In Western music, and I'm speaking generally, a song sticks to a specific group of pitches that musicians call its key. Sometimes for various reasons, whether emotion or just for a kick. A song will change its key, it's a marvelous musical trick. Oh, so when the key changes, that's a key change? Yes, and you're in key change world, in key change world. Say you want to alter an emotion, it's a musical magic potion. Key change world, Just in key change world, so our melodies modulate up in Key Change, Key Change World Okay, I think I get it. It's fine if you don't get all the technical mumbo-jumbo. What matters is that you feel a key change. After all, that's what music is all about. Honestly, in this day and age, a lot of musicians are a little too obsessed with pretentiously over-intellectualizing music, so much so that they've lost that emotional facet that's integral to the art. Connecting on a human level should be the intent of most artistic endeavors, but unfortunately, we're just a little too worried about showing off these days instead hey, of... Tony! Oh. Tony, you're going on your rant again. Sorry? Where was I? Oh, yes, music should be fun, and we have fun here. Let me show you around. There's a presidential palace with its famous chromatic steps. Each step is half the size of a normal step, 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 step. And there's our giant Ferris wheel, a structure worthy of the myths. Why are there letters on each of the cars? My friend, the ride's called the Circle of Fifths. I don't get it. Don't worry, just know you're in Key Change World. In Key Change World. It can shift the musical feeling. That's why it's so appealing. Ooh, we're about to pass through the parallel minds. Spooky Key Change World. It's Key Change World. Out, just hold on, here we go. It's Key Change World. Okay, well, this is very exciting, but it all feels really inside baseball to me. Oh, speaking of baseball, we do have a leak here, too. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it's called the majors. Guess what position I play? Oh, I don't know what. I play third. Ah, <sighs> okay. I know we're in the weeds with this song, but we could chat music theory all day long. Though if you find you're curious even just a little bit. Then ask your music teacher. They just want to geek out all about it. Key change world. Sequence key change world. Variety's life's greatest spice. So sing wherever you think is nice. In key change world. There you go. In key change world. We never stay in one place for. I can't stop eating quiche. Oh, you found my trumpet. Oh, um, before I forget, it does act as a dimensional portal to a world called Key Change World. world. Yeah, I know, Mom. Okay, good, honey. Quiche. So, what's on Cookie Island? You work there or something? Uh huh. It's actually my theme park. You want a complimentary ticket? Nah, theme parks ain't my thing. Me? I want to be in showbiz. Oh, like movies and theater? Even better, reality television. I even got a big idea for a show where I get people to confess to major crimes right here in my taxi cab. I call it Taxi Crab Confessions. Huh? That sounds fun. How's it going so far? Bad. Nobody ever wants to confess to any major crimes, especially not on camera. Huh? <sighs> You don't understand how hard it is for me to be a crab driver. Oh, because your claws sometimes snap the wheel in half? Of course they do. Look at these things. Snap, snap, claw. Ah, not again. But that's not what I'm talking about. Every day, I pick people up and take them to their destinations. But no matter how much I drive around the city, ah.、Oh, I'm still stuck in the same place, never coming any closer to my dream of making it in reality TV. I'll help you out. I can be your first official guest. You really mean it? Oh wow! What major crimes have you committed? Oh, I haven't done any major crimes, but don't worry. I'm a very interesting person. In fact, my friends are always calling me the interesting one, even though I'm clearly the cute one. <laughs> the interesting one, you say? I guess I got nothing to lose. And if you're wrong, I'll just drop you off on the side of the road. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? So what's your name? I'm Peter, and I know what you're thinking. Yes, I'm the same Peter who runs a theme park called Cookie Island. You're probably familiar from local motel pamphlets. Not at all. How'd you get into the theme park business? Did you lose a bet? I did lose a bet recently, which is why I have a pancake glued to my T-shirt. But that's not related to the theme park stuff. It's actually a pretty funny story. You see, I was trapped underneath the earth for a while, and then this one time, my work friend Lee and I found a cookie palace where I inherited magical cookie powers, turning me into some sort of cookie wizard. Ah, that is interesting. If you're a wizard, you must know Doctor Weird. 
The famous wizard with the American accent who won't return my emails? <laughs> I wouldn't say we know each other, but... Ah, uh, that's a shame. You know any other famous wizards who might be willing to post something about the show? Famous wizards? I don't really know any famous... Let's stop recording for a second. I don't think this is very interesting. Really? I thought the magical cookie powers thing was pretty interesting. It's not. What we need is some sort of minus celebrity to get the network excited about the show. Oh, well, I could always transform back into Cookie Carl. He's Cookie Island's mascot, so everyone knows who he is. Did you see the way all his fans scattered away earlier to respectfully give him the space he deserved? He's very popular. That metal suit, huh? Uh, if it's all we have for now, let's try it. Snap, snap, claws. Ah. So, what brings you to New York, metal guy? You some sort of supervillain or something? Huh? Supervillain? Come on, Peter. If I'm gonna sell my show, I need you to lean into the whole evil supervillain vibe you got going on. Cookie Carl's not a supervillain. Maybe not to the outside world, but you're confessing your supervillain ways right here in my first episode. How juicy is that? Oh, ah, uh, got it. <clears throat> I, uh, came to New York to work as a mascot at an amusement park. Uh, an evil amusement park. Ah, an evil amusement park, you say? What makes this place so evil? Dish. Well, some would say that the ticket prices are criminal. When we first opened, you could buy one ticket for both sides of the island. But now, it's split into two tiers with multiple blackout dates for each side. That's, uh, uh okay. All right, uh, any other evil stuff? Of course! Whenever we sell drinks, we encourage people to buy the Kooky Carl souvenir cups, and then we charge them a fee for refills. I guess that's pretty bad. What about any sort of scandals, though? Well, all the workers are underpaid. Is that a scandal? Cut, 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 cut. Ah, this isn't working. Peter, even though you should probably be paying your workers more money. They're paid in cookies. These are all just regular business practices that we've come to accept from the corporations we know and love. Let's ditch the metal suit. If we want to create compelling reality television, we're going to need to produce our own crime to confess to. Um, I don't know how I feel about this idea. Ah, uh, what's not to like? The dolphin costume? It looks good on you. Uh, it's just a little tight in the back. What this show needs is a hook. All you have to do is sit there in that dolphin costume and confess to a major crime. Ah? Uh? But I haven't done any major crimes. Oh, and you feel bad about lying, huh? I get that. Lying's bad. Hmm, you know what'll make you feel better? robbing a bank. I'm not robbing a bank in a dolphin costume. Why? Because you can't carry a bag of money with your flippers? Just use your teeth. No, because it's wrong. Of course it's wrong. That's why you confess on live TV as soon as you're done emptying the vaults. Otherwise, you're just nothing but some uninterested guy riding a cab in a dolphin costume. You know what, Crabbly? Maybe I don't understand anything about reality TV or about how to get out of this dolphin costume. But what I do understand is that I'm trying really hard to help you, and all you're doing is calling me uninteresting. Ah, I'm not saying you're uninteresting. I'm saying all your hobbies and interests are uninteresting. I mean, magical cookie powers? Who comes up with this stuff? That's it. My magical cookie powers are an important part of my life, and I don't have to listen to you talk about them like this. If you don't want my help, then I'll just walk the rest of the way. Fine by me. 
And you know what? I'm keeping the dolphin costume because, again, I cannot figure out how to take it off. Ah. Then you'll be getting an invoice. Snap the core. Oh, darn. Okay, Peter. Just five more miles. No problem. One step at a time. Here I go. Wow. This is a lot harder to walk in than I thought. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control! We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. 
Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. This isn't so bad. I can just dolphin flop all the way to Cookie Island. At this rate, I'll be there in no time. Huh? A taxi. Hey, taxi, taxi. Oh, it's you. Yeah, it's me. I'm only 20 feet away from where you last saw me, after all. Really? I could have sworn I flopped way farther than that. Nah, you only flopped about 20 feet, and you already look really tired. No way. I could go at least... I don't know, another 20 feet easy. Nah, get back in the cab. I'll drive you the rest of the way. Uh, All right. (laughs) Look, I'm sorry I lost my cool back there. I shouldn't have been pressuring you to act like someone you're not just for the sake of a show. I just really want to make reality TV so bad that I can lose sight of the things that are right in front of me, like my job as a crab driver. Why do you want to work in reality TV so much anyway? Well, what I like most is the personalities. I want to meet all sorts of different and interesting people. I want to hear their stories, see their unique and weird perspectives on the world, and get a glimpse of their vulnerable side. I'm just a New York crabby, you know? Working in reality TV is the best way I could get to know people. Isn't that kind of what you do now, though? What do you mean? As a crab driver, I'm sure people tell you all sorts of interesting stories. Uh, I mean... Huh. Now that I think about it, I have heard a lot of interesting stuff. Oh, once I picked up this guy from the department store who was clutching 15 business suits, screaming at me to drive away as fast as I could. (laughs) He loved to scream. Oh, and a few weeks ago, I drove this lady to an empty warehouse with a single paper shredder to destroy a huge stack of top secret documents. She told me the sound of important paper being shredded always calms the nerves. 
Oh, 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 and just the other day, I drove a pod of dolphins wearing ski masks to a bank and then rushed them to the harbor where they left in the water carrying bags full of money. Ha, that was weird. Crably, those were all crimes. I know, and that was my problem. I was so focused on getting them to confess to the crimes that I completely ignored the most important thing behind the crimes, the people. And in that one case, the dolphins. You know, maybe I don't need to make a reality TV show to learn about people. Maybe all I need to do is drive my cab. Aha, and here we are. Cookie Island. Snap, snap, claws. Da. Well, thanks for the ride, Crabbly. You know what? I'm glad the subway was broken today because I got to meet you. Same here, Peter. In a way, that's its own reward. That'll just be $603. Ooh. Uh, right. What if instead... Come on, Peter. Just pay the crab fare. And throw in another one of those stories, too. Another story? Great idea. Does that get me a discount? Ha 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 ha! Nope. Fair. Hi, my name's Hugo. I'm 11 and I live in Missouri. This is my story, The Boy Who Wanted to Be Famous. Hello, Channel Tube. It's me, Martin. This is my very first video on my very first channel. What is this channel about? I don't know yet. But what I do know is that I want to be famous. Woo! Go, Martin! Channel, that voice you hear off screen is my mom. She's holding the camera to capture all of my incredible, um, well, I don't know exactly what yet. Oh, do you want me to turn off the camera? We can talk about it over dinner. Dinner. That's it! I'll become famous for cooking! But you've never cooked before! And what better time to start than on the internet? Mom, what would you like for dinner? Well, if you're offering, I'll take a slice of cake. Yes, chef! Let me just do a little online research. How to make cake. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oh, huh. That's a spatula. Who knew? Time to become a famous chef! To the kitchen! Time to cook! <laughs> Done! One slice of cake! Here, Mom, take a bite. Oh, don't mind if I do. Well, Mom, how is it? Well, I have to say, it's disgusting. What? But I followed the recipe exactly. Except we didn't have Oreos, so I used dirt. And we didn't have sprinkles, so I used fire ants. Well, that explains the intense burning. Burning? Yeah. Ah! Oh, no! <laughs> Quick, drink some milk! Oh, yes, 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 please, please. <laughs> well, Martin, that certainly was a first try. What a disaster. At this rate, I'll never be a famous chef. Don't give up already. Just try again. No, mother. From now on, cooking is not my thing. If you say so. Until next time, subscribers, I've been Martin. Good morning, Channel Tube. It's me, Martin, and this is my show. What's it about? I'm going to be a famous skateboarder. I've never even stepped on a skateboard before, but I figured that the best way to start is to skateboard down this ramp, off the jump, over the bell tower, spiral around the oak tree, bounce on the trampoline, and land right back here where I started. Honey, are you sure you want to start with such a big trick? Don't worry. I won't get hurt. I'll get famous.
Here I go. Down the ramp. Ah! He fell, but the skateboard's still going. Off the lamppost. Off the trash can. Off the bell tower. Through the oak tree. Well, how is it picking up speed? Off that trampoline and right back towards the camera. Oh, wow, I really should have seen that coming. What have I done? It's okay, sweetie. I was wearing my helmet. What a disaster. Now I'll never be a famous skateboarder. There's no need to quit. Just learn from your mistakes and try again. No, mother. The human cost is too high. I will never skateboard again. Well, all right, if you say so. Until next time, subscribers. Martin out. Good morning, Channel Tube. Welcome to The Martin Show. What's my show about? Well, I'll tell you what it's not about. It's not about being a famous chef or a famous skateboarder. Because, as they say, if at first you don't succeed, try something else to be famous about. And today, that something else is being a famous golfer. You get him, tiger. Mom, thank you. Now, instead of looking up how to play golf, I've decided to come up here to the roof of my house and immediately start hitting golf balls as hard as I can. Are you sure you don't want to do a few practice putts down on the ground first? I'm sure, Mom. Here I go. Ha! Ah! I missed the ball completely. I give up. I will never try golf again. Martin. Mom? I am just the camera woman on this show, but I can't stand by and watch you quit another activity before you've really given it a good try. If you want to get famous for cooking or skateboarding or any skill, you can't just try once. You have to try, try, and try again. Wow, Mom, you're right. So what if I missed one swing? I should just try again. What's the worst that could happen? Nothing could be worse than those fire ants. Here I go. Four. Oops, I let go of the club. Oh, look at it go. Off the trash can. Off the bell tower. Through that window into a cannon. Out of the cannon. Past a flock of birds. Which are coming straight towards the camera. Mom, look out for those birds. Take the camera. Whoa. The birds just knocked Mom off the roof, and she's falling towards the trampoline. Whoa. She's bounced up towards the big climbing tree. Through the branches, towards the spinning windmill. She's caught and spinning in circles, and she's been launched up towards that weather balloon. Oh! Which is just hot! Now she's flipping and flopping around through the air with the balloon. What's gonna happen when it runs out of air? falling towards the yard. I have to get down there to catch her. The only other thing I have in this golf bag is this skateboard, which I swore I'd never try to ride again. Try, try again. You're right, Mom. Here I come. Yeah! Down the roof, off the gutter, off the trampoline, onto the ramp, off the jump, fly through the air, catch my mom, and land in the swimming pool. You did it! You tried again, and I didn't even get hurt this time. Thanks, Mom. I couldn't have done it without you. And you know what? I think that maybe I don't have to be famous. I'll just be me. Oh, that's nice, dear. But I have a question. What did we land in? Oh, I filled the pool with all the failed cakes I've been making since my first attempt. Oh, I see. 
And are you still using fire ants? Yes, it's mostly made of fire ants. That explains the burning. Hey, look, I got my first subscriber. Good for you. Now, will you take me to the hospital? You got it, Mom. The end. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Hugo, it's Lee from Story Pirates. How's it going? Good. I got a little nervous, so. <laughs> well, don't worry, because everything you say will be perfect, no matter what it is. Okay. So, Hugo, you wrote The Boy Who Wanted to Be Famous. Yep. Can you tell me how you came up with the idea for that story? Well, a lot of people, like, they're like, I want to be famous someday. Like, I want to play a sport and become famous. I want to be, like, a famous doctor. I was like, why don't I just write a story about someone who wants to be famous? And what about you? Do you want to be famous? I mean, I'd like to be a good basketball or baseball player, but I don't care if I'm famous or not. So why do you think that people want to be famous? Well, they want to be known around the world for something. They want to be like, oh, I want everybody to know because I found a cure. Like, say if they were a doctor, I want to found a cure for a very bad sickness. And if someone saw them, they're like, you are the one who created that cure. I guess it's kind of nice to be recognized, right? Yeah. There's kind of a dark side to being famous, too, isn't there? Yeah, like on the Internet. Some people, they're just famous because they lived their life. And that's not really a thing. It's they're just living their life. Why do you think that people like that become famous? Well, I feel like some people think their life is more interesting than theirs, or some people think their life is better than someone else. In your story, you wrote, maybe I don't have to be famous, I will just be me. Yep. So how did you discover that for yourself? Well, since I play sports, who says I make every single shot in basketball or hit the ball every single time I hit in baseball? Like, no one says you're always going to succeed. Sometimes you will, and it feels good when you do. And if you don't succeed, you just keep working. Yeah. But you want to work hard and play it because you love it, not because you think everyone will like you just because you're so good at it. Are you able to apply those lessons in other parts of your life beyond sports? Like, say, the story. I'm like, I don't have to write the best I can. It can just be okay. It doesn't have to be a story everyone's going to love. It can just be because I love it. Does it feel really different to use that approach, like not worrying about what other people think about what you do? Yeah, it's more healthy for you because if you're worried about it, you might just, like, freak out during the game. Like, am I doing good? Do I look good while I'm playing? It's interesting because at the beginning of our conversation, you were telling me how you were a little nervous for the interview. Yeah, because sometimes you'll be nervous for it, but it's okay because you love it. As long as it's you, it's good enough. Yep. Thank you so much for letting us perform your story, Hugo. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. Send us your story. We read them all. We read them all. You know we love them. Now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. First of all, from five-year-old Sarah in Virginia, we have the story, Happy Birthday. And you know, I just finished celebrating this year's Fart Out Loud Day and I did not know that there also was a burp day. 
According to Sophia, Burp Day is the day that you celebrate burping. And the main character of Sophia's story, whose name is Sarah, who has brown hair on the bottom and indigo on top, and it's curly, she also celebrates Burp Day. And that's the end. Great story, Sophia! Next, from eight-year-old Henry in California, we have the mystery of the moons. Have you ever woken up in the morning and gone into your underwear drawer and realized you didn't have any clean underwear? Well, imagine if that kept happening and it kept on happening to everyone around the world. It's an underwear shortage. And then imagine that you're a detective investigating the underwear shortage and you discover the culprit is an alien from outer space. Well, that's some of what happens in Henry's story. You gotta check this thing out. Thanks, Henry. And finally, from 12-year-old Elsa in Oregon, we have the honey of revenge. And if you've ever wondered about the relationship between a beekeeper and their bees, then this is the story for you, my friend. Do the bees like the beekeeper? I'm pretty sure the beekeeper likes the bees. But what if one day the bees decide to pull a trick on the beekeeper? And what if that trick is to turn the beekeeper into a bee? That's what's going on in Elsa's story. And let me tell you, it is exciting. You have got to read the ending to this one. Thanks, Elsa. To read all of today's Roll Call stories, just head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. And now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know where to start, here's a story spark to help you along. This week, we asked Jonas, the author of Key Change World, the following question. If you could bury something in your own backyard for someone to find 1,000 years from now, what would you bury? A skeleton. Oh, what kind of skeleton? A chicken, because it's small and easy to find. So kids, what's your answer to that question? And can you use your answer as inspiration for a brand new story? Grown-ups, head to storypirates.com slash podcast to tell us your kids' answers to the question. And remember, we respond to every single story we receive. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Jonas and Hugo. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, McKenna Cox, Minzwi Karami, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Lee Overtree. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Sam Bear, Bobby Lord, Jack Mitchell, and Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Lee Overtree, Tim Platt, and Alexis Simpson. Special guest, Felicia Day. This episode features performances by Langston Darby, Ilana Fishbein, Eric Gerson, Christina Grosspeach, Tara Halpern, Gabby Hornig, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, 
Kento Morita, Lee Overtree, Jasmine Romero, Dominic Russo, and Jamie Watson. Key Change World was written and produced by Eric Erson with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. And where have you been all night? <gasps> dolphin Mom, what are you still doing up? I'll be asking the dolphin questions around here, Dolphin Son. It's hours past your dolphin curfew. I told you, I have a new part-time dolphin job. Oh, I heard about your new dolphin job on the Dolphin Evening News. Tonight on the Dolphin Evening News, a pod of teen dolphins has robbed yet another bank as New York continues to see a rise and splash and grab dolphin crimes. That's you right there in the middle, isn't it? I'd recognize that ski mask anywhere. I got you that ski mask for your dolphin birthday. When you buy your dolphin son a dolphin gift, you never expect him to use it to commit dolphin crimes. It's not like that, Dolphin Mom. I'm doing this for us. I know it hasn't been easy paying off the dolphin mortgage after all the dolphin layoffs. I don't want to hear your dolphin excuses. No amount of dolphin money could convince me that you're doing the right thing. Dolphin crime never dolphin pays. Oh, no? Hey, Peter, what are you listening to? Oh, it's a podcast called Dolphins Who Do Crimes. It's really good. We should get some of these dolphins on the podcast. Uh, okay. I'll think about it, I guess. Huh. Well, Clone Lee would have said yes. What'd you just say? Nothing! You don't understand what these dolphins are going through. You're nothing like Dolphin Mom. <laughs>